Are you ready, Freddy? I am ready, Teddy. Ooh. Welcome to the Best Friends Fancast and Allison Rosen Fan Podcast. I am your host, Lisa Lowry, and joining me today is the one, the only, it's Trice. Welcome, Trice. Hi, how's it going? How's everybody doing? We're pretending like we didn't talk for 30 minutes before we recorded just now. I really use all of you for therapy. It's really (laughs) terrible. They call me the buffalo. Uh, Every part of me is used. (laughs) My God. Buffalo soldier. Um, So... Um, yes, I appreciate that. Um, I let's hmm, okay, back it up. On this episode, we'll talk about the Monday show, Daniel and Allison, your calls and psychopath employ employers. There you go. And the Thursday show, Jorts, John's, Chicago's little lady. But first, let's go back to that, Trace, because I do ask you how you're doing as well. And maybe you don't share as much. I have more of this um, verbal <clears throat> diarrhea that I just decide I need to pour onto everybody. Before recording, during, Like the Chicago's after. little lady, like Dave Matthews, <laughs> the David it's Matthews band did. Not so shy town, little lady over here. But yeah, uh, how are you doing? Oh, man. You know what? I, so I was saying before we, were, we started recording, I've been doing kind of okay lately. Um, I have been, uh, maybe this is related. I don't think super related, but I've been engaging in some some light retail therapy just buying some some nice things i got my first guitar amp which is fun Mm. um to play electric to make cool sounds i got after only six years of of playing piano i got a piano bench finally i'm not using like an old swivel chair with no back but just i sit on like a stool um just just hunched over like a goblin when I play. So it's uh, oh, all right, sir. Just just these small little things. These, 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 uh, I like that minor quality of life improvements. So I have to say, I mean, I share with you how I'm feeling, and I I actually have to tell you something that's kind of funny, not funny, but I you want to know what I actually this is how I'm doing. If you're wondering, <laughs> yeah. Besides all the shit I just the people just, the people need to if know. the people would like to know, uh. Even though, if anybody listens to, not the last episode, because the last episode will be you and Megan, but the episode before that with Joanna and me is, I talked a lot about dating and blah, 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 and I'm trying to keep it light and boop, boop, but, um, and silly, but really, I'm just filling my time with distractions because um, I, uh, meh, because of other reasons, and it may have sounded like I'm kind of like being frivolous and maybe it sounded like I was doing all of this stuff in one week or whatever. I don't even know how it sounded. I started feeling like insecure about it, even though I just edited it yesterday, but I could have probably cut out some of the things that I shared, but really, I think I was, uh, I'm just making up for a greater loss. And so yesterday, you want to know something that I actually Googled. Yes. I opened my phone to get our BFF hotline call and I saw this, so I thought I'm going to share this. Okay. I hope I don't cry. 
Oh, okay. I typed this in. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Can oh my god. Why am I freaking out right now? Okay. I typed in. Can you feel heartbreak? Oh. You mean like <laughs> physically? Was that the question? Yes. Yeah. And it, because I was like, why do I feel like this? And so yeah, I typed that in, and guess what? You can. <laughs> yeah, you got your whole Vegas nerve going on. Which is here, like you know? duh, but also I started looking at some other things, and um, other people <laughs> that type in things like how long do broken hearts last? And I'm like, there's an actual study on that. Okay. Apparently, it's an average of three and a half months to heal mm. or one and a half years, if not longer, um, after divorce. So, yay. Um, but also, why does it hurt physically to miss someone and changes in brain chemistry that the oxytocin and dopamine that's released during a relationship suddenly stops flowing? So you become chemically dependent on their presence in your life. Like, what? Oh, that makes sense, though. Yeah, that all kind of makes sense to me. So that's where I'm at right now. You can feel crushed and you can feel heart pains and stomach pains. And yes, I've been having all of those pains and it really fucking sucks. Um, I was even listening before we started recording. Actually, yesterday I was like, great, I'm going to record with Trace. And once again, I'm going to be in a fucking emotional wreck. Um, so I started feeling bad about it. But today I woke up feeling okay. I realized that everything happens for a reason and maybe someday I will find that love in my life that I am like so craving but then I started listening to the Bee Gees uh, how can you mend this broken <laughs> like why am I doing this to myself yeah I mean the there was a meme I saw <sighs> not too long ago which it made me laugh because it was like a, I've never seen it put that way but it's very true which is like it was something like when the song you're listening to doesn't hurt enough so you start replaying it um yes, <laughs> yeah that's my life that yeah. is literally i've been doing that for like the past week probably and on and off for the past couple of months but the last week especially you know i have a, a playlist called broken uh i listen to these songs all of the time over and over again because i want to bring those feelings out and i'm trying to feel more and i have been which is good but at sometimes I'm like, if I'm on my way to work, maybe this is not time to break down and be in, yeah, <laughs> lose no, my you marbles, wanna, you know. You just try to keep it together, uh, yes. you know, for the most part. Yes. And I've been very lucky with keeping myself busy in that way. I have been definitely cutting out all of the extra dating and stuff like that because I know that as sad as it sounds, like I'm using them as like uh, uh uh, feeling I'm with the person that I want to be with. Mm -hmm. And so it's uh, not fair to them because I don't have feelings for them. And so it's just kind of like, I close my eyes and pretend not in a sexual way. I don't mean like that, but just pretending I'm with someone else. And it's just like, that's not good. That's not healthy. <laughs> it's not nice. Uh, so I've been trying to like mentally, you know, just be better at, uh, I don't have to be with somebody. It's fine. So I did, I forgot. I do have this. It's when you're deep in the mire of heartbreak, chances are that you feel pain somewhere in your body, probably in your chest or stomach. Some people describe it as a dull ache, others as piercing, while still others experience, experience it as a crushing sensation. And um, yes, all of those things. But like I said, today I woke up feeling a little bit better. I did not cry today. 
yesterday I was kind of a mess <laughs> and I was hoping I could pull it together for you, Trace. Oh, <laughs> and for the people you. listening and for those other episodes that I would like to put out eventually of um, that you and I recorded. Yeah, I uh, so I haven't had a chance to listen to the episode that you put out with Joanna that literally just came out today as we record yeah. this, but I got through like the first got through uh i listened to i I man it i slogged i put on my my uh boots my combat boots and yes your waiters climbed through the trenches of that podcast episode no um you might need a ghillie suit for this one yeah uh well it's for personal stuff that's for different that's for anyway uh but i listened to the first 10 or 15 minutes and I, i listened to the shout outs you gave and uh you you know apologized for not putting up the episode and worried about monopolizing my time and all that kind of stuff so i i appreciate all the concern but also you know life life happens life is what happens when you make plans or whatever that quote is so it's it's uh, i don't take any of it like personally i know you weren't doing it on purpose it's just these things come up also you have uh you have set up this responsibility for yourself of putting mm. out episodes for the show every week for the last however many years. So it's, it's, True. it's, uh, it can be a lot. And sometimes things don't uh, always run according to plan. True. And I feel like if I look at it in that respect, I should be proud of myself for pretty much putting on an episode for eight years or seven years. Cause I didn't do the GMO patrol stuff, but I, uh, but maybe not a solid last year, last year is kind of rough. And um, in the next couple of weeks, it's going to be getting much more busy. But then after that, I think I'm going to have a better schedule and I can get on a better timeline of doing this because even it took me two weeks to edit that episode. So I do want to say thank you to Joanna for being patient on that, but I'm glad I got it out. It feels good that I did. And listening back to it, we are having so much fun and being silly. And I knew after we recorded it that I would have fun going back, even though even though the stuff going on even then was so different than now and it's like it was kind of depressing i had to cut some stuff out which surprisingly when you listen you'll be like you cut stuff out because (laughs) it sounds like you left it all in but um i was feeling pretty positive and uh optimistic at that time so hearing that back and hearing that in my voice knowing that i feel now is like oh but that's such is life i I share very much of myself, I think, on this show. And I, so I think that's why it was hard to go back and listen to our episodes. But like, I need to get over that because I do like having this outlet and it's fun. I enjoy it. So I need to get back into that mindset. Yeah. And, you know, listen, you are the people's champ. Everybody, everybody (laughs) loves Lisa. I believe that was the name of the sitcom. So it's, it's, uh, (laughs) it's, it's, people enjoy hearing you. So not only is it a thing that you like, it's, it's, uh, you know, you are the electrolytes that the plants crave. Okay, yeah. I dig, I dig, I dig. All right. Um. Well, this feels like a a, a shout out. I'm gonna call out. This feels like a shout out. Do you have any shout outs, Trace? Um. I do. Shout out to uh pencil great pencil Pennsylvania's greatest citizen, as she saved in my phone, Lauren Kelly, uh, because I asked her some questions about uh, Johns and general Pennsylvania things, which mm, will come mm, up later. Mm. Um, Good. Yeah, shout out to Rafi uh, in general, but we had a little a little Street Fighter Six conversation. Uh, mm. been, been, getting, been getting into Street Fighter myself, uh, more okay. so than usual. Uh, shout out to, oh, Superfan Megan, obviously, and Leanne, who recorded with me um, previous to this. Uh, the episode should be coming out uh, sometime soon. 
Um, shout out to, uh, who's a good, uh, Shara, who I've been sharing TikToks mm. with. Um, yeah, I think that's a good list. And also, of course, our returning champion, Lisa Lowry. Yeah, you can't, uh, put me out the pastor just yet, Trice. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> You've been trying. You've been trying. Yes, that's what the I want. The dairy cow is back. That's, and yes. And ready to share my peace yeah, get with, the, with the world. Get yeah. yanked on, Milk. yeah. Milk me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. So, anyways, my shout-outs are to the TNC, East Coast Jen, to you, Trice, for stepping in when others have stepped right out. But uh, stepping up to the plate when I really need a break, and I appreciate it, and for, you know, just running the show and doing a great job, obviously. Shout-out also to Superfan Megan and Leanne, who joined you, and to Superfan Megan for being a sounding board for me in many ways and it's been it's been nice and i hope that i could be that for her more than i have been shout out to lauren kelly to dr jen dr angela dr joanna for joining me a couple weeks ago dr whitney von carmen's olive damian ulysses paul lil rafi and i think that's it but you know what if you're listening probably ray morgan shout out to you probably ray morgan that's a nice shout out um, shout out to you, Ray Morgan. You're definitely listening because you're awesome. Oh, and Lee Bruns. And I did shout outs before people liked the show. So I just am tr- remembering the trickle in because I put it out at like two this morning. <laughs> um, anyway, shout out to anyone that is listening still after all these years. Much yeah. appreciated. Much. Also, uh, addendum shout out. Shout out to Dr. Jen, who did not join us for our last recording because she thinks mm. she's better than the show, apparently. I don't know what's going on. I mean, on. let's be honest. She kind of is. <laughs> I mean, all of us kind of are. But it's it's, oh, it's a thing oh, we do together. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's a spirit true. of community. It's like a, going to... You can't to, have a cult with one person. Yeah. It's going to a dive bar, but the dive bar is a podcast we put out. It's, uh, you know, people miss you when you're not around is all. That is true. I mean... Everybody knows your name. There's a spot always waiting for you. Sure. And I will. And sometimes when you slide that beer down, it goes right off the edge. Yeah. Dr. Jen, you got to be there. Yeah. Catch our beers and milk my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's uh, <laughs> great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So we have a BFF hotline call. And if you hmm. would like to call in, call 818-BFF-0732. Or you can text. Give Rafi a reason to live. Let's listen to this hey there julie parkansky from wisconsin calling in just checking to see how everyone's doing and to give you an update on what's going on with me uh beautiful weather here in june at least i'm not shoveling snow uh, let's see kevin and i are taking off for ireland in october wish there was some place to send you some pictures but because this is a phone conversation guess i can't do that uh, we did schedule it for early October because there are no home Packer games. Everything around, goes around my Packers during the season. I don't miss a game. Go Pack, go! Let's see what else is happening. Oh, I'm actually standing at my open house, my new listing. If you know of anybody who wants a house in Little Swamico, Wisconsin for $472,000, uh, give them my phone number. 
And last but not least, Megan and Jess are coming home uh, Father's Day weekend. Looking forward to seeing them all going up to Pop's Resort to look at her wedding video. That's about it for me. Just checking in. Until next time, people. Bye. I love you, Julie. I have to say the fact that she's standing at work calling in the hotline makes my heart grow even more. (laughs) And this reminds me also, so Megan is going out to Wisconsin Father's Day weekend, which is also her birthday weekend. So this is an early happy birthday to you. And also by the time this comes out, it'll be Joanna's birthday, which is in a couple of days. So uh, extra shout out to you guys. But Julie... Ireland, that's awesome. And Kevbo, amazing. Uh, maybe I should move out there. Four hundred seventy-nine thousand. That's a little. That's a little steep. But maybe I need a some new digs. What do you think? Do you think I would fare well in Wisconsin? I feel like for I feel like the cost of living is probably a little bit like uh, you could probably get more bang for your buck out there. So for that mm. amount of money, and I love banks for my box. I mean, listen. Money's tight. You got to do what you got to do. Whoa. Um, Hello. The, anyway, I don't know. I meant, I don't know who said that. But I don't, yeah. The, uh, the, 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 yes, definitely mm. sell your house and move to Wisconsin. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I think I should. You know, I could probably, this is, I was just going to say something that's going to be a total dig on Wisconsin, and that's not a good thing. I should go out there. Cheese is delicious. And there's Julie. So what else do you need? Sometimes Megan and Jess will be there. Also, shout out to you, yeah. Jess. I mean, you're you're already relatively close to them, so I feel like moving to Wisconsin <laughs> is sort of a... Uh, I feel like I would probably see them more. No. Yeah, it's like <laughs> trying to get to the earth from the other side. It's like, well, you could, you could just kind of stay closer to where you're at. This is why I talk to you, Trace, because... You knock some sense into me. And you, when once you listen to the latest episode, you're going to be like, Lisa. Oh, boy. Okay. <laughs> All right. Even like Joanna's like, Lisa. <laughs> Ooh, well, something to look some forward to. Stuff in the moments. I was like, this is fine. But when you say it, you're like, oh, well, maybe it doesn't sound as great when you say it. And maybe that's the thing I need to do to learn is to say it out loud. And to have either uh, Dr. Jen just shaking her head or having uh, her stand-in, Dr. Joanna, <laughs> shaking her head, or you, Dr. T. It's, Dr. Yes, Buffalo. Dr. T. Dr. T and the women. That's uh, my, uh, yeah, I'm unofficially <laughs> Dr. T now. Um, the, the, uh, no, I, I am not a doctor. No one listened to me. The, the, sure, I appreciate this, but also, uh, Better to maybe develop some, a more internal monologue. Yes. Than I'm the, getting yeah. there. Yeah. I am getting there. I feel like I've done a lot less stupid shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Just to not to get too into your business, but from the conversation we had mm. before we started mm-hmm. recording, you did talk about uh, making a bunch of good decisions. It, yes. It, in the middle of a bunch of uh, dramatic situations with hurt feelings yes. and all, but you yes. still did, I think, sort of a. Uh, pull the nose up of the plane before anyone crashed Thank into you. anything in multiple different that. scenarios so it's yes a, you are uh you, you you know you're working on it and you're doing you've made a lot of progress lisa yes. you're doing thank great. you you're doing thank great. you i can appreciate that it's funny because if you listen to the latest episode you're gonna be like uh where's the learning at yeah but i say this now i don't know where you were at before, and also <laughs> yeah. i'm not gonna give the whole story when i'm like just being silly and joking and you know whatever um but yeah I feel like I'm learning and um, 
Thank you for recognizing that. Yeah. Uh, and growing is what I was thinking about in Wisconsin. I could just let myself go and really enjoy it. I, I, that's, uh, <laughs> I think that kind of happens. There's a lot of cheese, a lot of cold weather, a lot of, you know. Uh, layers and like, mm-hmm. I think I could do fine there. Um, so thank you, Julie, for calling in as always love to hear from you. And shall we talk about Monday? Yes. All right. It was Daniel and Allison and it was your calls. So I, uh, I was kind of happy to see this. Well, my happiness, maybe not the reason why anybody, because I was like, oh, this is gonna be easy to take notes on. There's not probably gonna be a lot to talk about. And they're a little bit easier to weed through. So that's not a positive. That's not what I want to talk about. Here's what I want to ask you. The very first thing I talked about is parental hellos. Allison remembers distinctly her parents' certain ways that they answered the phone. And when she said that, I immediately went back to hearing my mom say hello. And I'm wondering if you have these, whether it's your parents or relatives, but just growing up with hearing the same voice saying hello for years and years and years. It's not something I would ever have thought about, but like, oh yeah, it's like exactly ingrained in my head. Yeah, we didn't have a, you know, blah, blah, blah residence, but it was definitely, mm. I've, I hadn't thought about it in a very long time, but yeah, I can absolutely hear how my mom said hello when she picked up the phone when I was a kid. Can you uh, repeat it? Um, it's, it's, it's hello with a question mark. It's like, hel- hello, I think, <laughs> something like that. I hope she said hello, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Not quite that meta. No. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. Okay. So my mom and I and all my aunts actually kind of had a similar one. So then it kind of they would make fun of themselves after. So it kind of grew into something else. But she would say yellow, like yellow. And so then they always kind of did an exaggerated version of yellow. Like it just became like that making fun of each other but um yeah it was kind of like a yellow yellow like that i Which did sounds fun i did a fair amount of yellow at work but like really a, you know, yellow like a, <laughs> yeah just 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 for fun just to liven things up a little bit <laughs> that is pretty lively you remember i think it was colonel jeff he wanted oh uh to to end a conversation with toodles or maybe it was an email and i feel like that would be like great uh, as a phone ender but ender yeah <laughs> this is toodles and toodles. slam the phone down <laughs> toodles this is relations ove um yeah i'm wondering if other people had that i'm sure because everybody has their own way of saying it. what so you had fun with it at work that way do you say uh, i so typically i'm not really answering the phone anymore and if i do it's someone you know so you're like yeah. sup or hey but at work now, I have had had to answer the phone a few times, and you know, I just state where my location is and my name. I, everybody must have this. I'm sure it's like something. I'm like Julie. Next time you call, but I want to hear how you say hello when you answer the phone. Yeah. Did you do the if someone was calling for your mom? Did you do the may I ask who's calling thing? Yes, okay. I would say may I ask who's calling. But it wasn't to pry or anything. It's just because she'd be like, well, who is it? <laughs> yeah, I think that's a, that seems if you're calling someone's house, I feel like who is this, this is a pretty normal question. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely remember doing. And again, this is a thing I hadn't thought of in many years. But the, I did the uh, yeah, may I ask who's calling? Yeah. And I for sure because we had the communal phone until I had my own phone. But then you mm-hmm. still answered the family phone. 
um yeah huh. it was interesting i like it yeah i like it at uh, so apparently allison this is a huge news so first of all this not, not this part but allison's was oh my god allison was wearing the rafi designed legacy shirt mm-hmm. while they recorded and she's got new merch coming out for fucking finally that's I, yeah I, it made me curious what the merch is but yeah that that was a uh yeah I wonder how long this is going to take to actually come out now that I say that. And the fact that she's like, I can pull, I can, or go ahead and, I don't know why I haven't released it yet. I just want to make sure it's perfect. It's like, if you're dealing with a company that does this for a living, then you're fine. Just let it go. But it's also Allison. And I was wondering, because this is someone I always thought she should have connected with for merch. And that's um, Allie Ward, because her Mm. merch was awesome. She had such cool stuff. Like I, even after I stopped listening, like I got all of her pins from the, cause she's put a pin out for every episode. Imagine she did that now. But so I had all of the, I probably have all the pins that she, she made and her shirt was cool and it was a soft quality shirt. And she had Mm -hmm. a bunch of other stuff where it's like, okay, this is a little overkill, but I liked the option. If you really like a a podcast, like I would buy everything in the early days of Allison, I would have bought everything that she put out. And now I do I've been wanting to wear some of her shirts, but they're way too big on me now. And all right, humble uh, brag, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> still wear them, but I don't want a nobilial ass shirt. <laughs> um, another humble brag. But yeah, so I'm like, oh, it'd be awesome to get a new legacy shirt that's like, you know, fits and shit. Be yeah. Cool. I'm excited. Like, I'm super excited. This might, this might springboard me into being a fan again. No, I just <laughs> start listening to the podcast again instead of faking it. Instead of just reading yeah. the episode descriptions and pretending like oh you Oh my listened. gosh. You know what's so funny? We had to do that that one time after um, after Superfan Megan's wedding. I forgot what happened to my notes or I only took half notes or something. So I just read the her description. We did just fine. I don't know why I haven't cheated like that more often. I think I've done that maybe twice. Is this the episode we recorded in the hotel room? Yes. Okay. Yeah. With uh, Dr. Jen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we did great. And I just looked, I think I had half notes. I was like, shit, I didn't take full notes. I didn't, I was, I didn't even realize. And then I was looking and we did fine. We did great. I think Rafi may have done that once too, because he had to take over. We had tech issues or something. And my notes were just scribble. And he's like, I'll <laughs> yeah, just. I remember him trying to read your notes at some point. <laughs> yeah. Huh. Maybe I should try that one of these times. And maybe I'll get less in the weeds of bullshit. But anyway, for this episode, I would not be able to do that because let's talk about all the different callers. So first caller was Lorelai from Vegas. She's a Vanderchamp and she's super into the whole Scandival thing, which they started talking, which I know this is something you love to talk about and uh, lots of people love to hear about it. I still am not up to date on the whole scandal because I have not seen the season that they're talking about but i i mean i get the gist of it i know who they're talking about when they're talking about it and i i get i get it um but then allison started talking about having an affair with a married man that she had had and i was thinking about the way we justify certain things when you do things that are maybe not right and is it not socially right or is it just is it being selfish or is it just is it just not right? (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, And she was talking about how it's being someone that does that as someone like she was, who was broken and had low self-esteem and it's intoxicating that somebody would risk things for you or spend time with you or whatever. And 
I can, I, well, I understand that part of it. And I definitely had done that a long time ago. I, I uh, was dating. I was having an affair with a married man, but it was because he was married. It was easy. And it was, uh, I didn't want a commitment with him. I didn't want him to leave his wife. I didn't want anything with him except for just to have the affair. And like, and it was exciting. And, um, that was intoxicating the secret part of it and the danger part of it, like all of that stuff was great. I loved all of it. Cause I was like, this guy's willing to th like, you know what I mean? Like, how good am I? No. Uh, I can, I can but imagine that I, it feels. Right. Yeah. I mean, maybe part From of his it, side, it was not that he's like, cool. I got this easy. Chance I mean, his point of view is probably very different. Way different. Yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe part of it is just a gender thing, but like when I think of, if I were to have an affair with a married person, I would think this is like a, a this is this is stepping into just just a a muddy ditch. Yeah. This is this yeah. is a not yeah. gonna go well and not not right. a great thing to be doing. But B like is this gonna be like what's gonna happen with this other dude? You know what I mean? Like right. the the the, uh, the potential of a dude going weird is is uh, more prominent true true and i i think i got caught up in the like well i can have him whatever i want and i don't have to like deal with like the relationship part of it um because i was broken and i still am but i think that sort of relationship i don't think i could ever be a part of now but i think i have a different mindset as far as uh the reasons why you know what i mean like that's just um I don't know. I, I don't even. Yeah. It, the funny thing is, is the same guy ended up having an affair with my sister. And I was like, she's so gross. <laughs> like for doing it, like you're a piece of crap for doing this. But Ooh, like for me, like somehow I could like justify it. But also I think she thought that he was really going to leave his wife for her. And I was like, okay, you're not special. He does this with everybody. And like, I just turned a blind eye because I didn't care. I wanted what I wanted. And I, I used him for what I wanted. And he would even tell me, oh, I'm going to leave my wife for you. And I was like, I don't, that's not part of my fantasy. But if that's what you want, like, I don't want that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that was obviously a very long time ago and like kind of uh, part of my broken past for sure. Well, I mean, I don't know. It, 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 but broken, I'm not sure how I feel about this word. Um, just mm. to me, even though. I was not a whole person. Well, this is this is also different in, from being broken. Well, the the oh, and not fixable. Like yeah. I've been gluing myself back together. Yeah, broken to but me. But the cracks are still there. A little is the permanent. But I know that's not how everyone uh, hears that True. word. True. But I do I'll honestly feel like a oh, maybe this is like not good thinking, but like I do feel like a broken person always will be, in some respects. I think like I will always have those scars and broken pieces there, but um. But they're glued together and they're trying to become like a full formed human. <laughs> like mm. if you if you glued a teacup together that was broken previously, you could still use it to drink tea out of. So I think I could still be like a functioning good, you know, citizen and a good person in a relationship. But um, yeah. But I still have all of those marks still, I think. Yeah. Also, I I would feel weird drinking a, out of like a glued together mug is probably part of it because I'd be like, oh, how how are there like tiny bits of like 
like a ceramic that I'm getting or like is this still going to break? Anyway, oh, uh, I understand what you mean, but also human yeah. beings are a little bit more complex than that. And, True. Uh, I, I can agree with that. I also would justify things in my mind as far as like people think, oh, well, how would you feel if that happened to you? I honestly have had that thought and really tried to sit in that. And I thought, if this person is going to cheat on me, then it's not meant to be. Yeah, it'll hurt. And it's hard. There's something missing from both sides. And if somebody else is feeling that, then I kind of feel like, okay, well, I don't know. That's probably a real shitty low self-esteem way of thinking too. Uh, explain what you mean. I you, you sort of I feel like you skipped a step somewhere. How do you? Uh, what are you like thinking? if they're filling the void that I can't give, then maybe then that's something that they need. Or like okay, then move on. I don't know. I don't know. So if someone was having an affair, you'd be like, well, they're probably right to be. No, like maybe they're feeling it's not right, but it, maybe it's feeling something that I can't give. Mm, sure it's not great it's not great that's yeah i mean I it's think not great it's you, not great you know that's not great but it's it's also it's like not there's a uh if if uh hmm there, there's many steps between hey i'm having a need that's not being filled in my marriage and i'm gonna go have an affair like it's True. not it's someone actually doing that is not they do not necessarily get the benefit of the doubt of uh handling it the, true, the best way true, true. like yeah. i think maybe yes i agree okay all right the next color was katie and she has sick kids i mean that's just how it is all kids are always sick and it's a problem and it takes you out of your whole life but also on the other side you can use it to get out of things that you don't want to do <laughs> that is, it's a pretty great excuse you got a sick kid. it really is yeah. yeah i've definitely used it to get out of dates <laughs> oh <laughs> instead of just saying like i'm not really feeling you man i'll be like oh my daughter has a fever <laughs> mm -hmm. i have a, a a fever for not going on this date <laughs> you make me sick yeah um <laughs> i'm sick of my interactions with you they yes make me but Ill. kids um yeah it's hard being a parent and uh, you miss out on a lot of stuff but then also you get to skate you get to skate no you get to get out of stuff too uh, this led to the talk of terrible bosses, and I was thinking about, I think we've all had those bosses that treat you like shit and like want to make you the example or whatever in front of customers or other employees, and I'm wondering, like, I have a specific one that popped into my mind, but do you have, uh, hopefully you're not dealing with that now, but do you have an experience with a terrible boss? Not now. It's been a while since I've had like an actual legitimately terrible boss. Um... Yeah, the I mean, there's definitely people who I didn't get along great with, didn't communicate well with. But I mean, I think it would probably have to go back to like, uh, gosh, to like temping office work days or like mm. working at fast food jobs. Jobs were like there are kind oh, of simultaneously low stakes, but then like people want to, uh, I don't know, maybe feel their power more like the, the people sometimes have less kind of like become these sort of a petty tyrants and do things that are uh less cool maybe uh like i had a, a whole incident where i ended up calling like the better business bureau on someone because they weren't they weren't paying overtime like it was like there's there are these uh you know I, i've had the bosses that i've had that were bad weren't of like the shouting screaming variety they were like doing shady things variety for the for the most part oh yeah 
Good for you for saying something. Well, also, they made me mad. <laughs> so it was, it was <laughs> like a part of it was like, oh, this is the right thing to do. Someone should do something. But part of it was like, I don't like these people and uh, I am going to cause them harm. Mm. I, I'm i trying to think. So the one that stood out, because for the most part, I, the jobs I've had have been really like taking care of people's kids and being in their house and if you run across a terrible boss in that way it's like oh god that's just a, a, no i i definitely ghosted a situation where i was like i'm not happy taking care of these kids and this house is weird and i kind of just coasted out but um i worked at a used bookstore that was awesome it was like the best bookstore ever and like being a, to work around books that was just like ideal but the owner was a tyrant she was a, just a heinous bitch and she rarely was there she was just kind of like the money behind all of it i guess not really didn't care about books i don't know whatever but she was just just an awful person just awful and i <laughs> before i i used to i used to draw like like cartoons and stuff i used to be better at drawing um and i <laughs> uh, you used, used to I used to have to use a pricing gun for certain things. And I drew, I drew this cartoon of like killing her with a pricing gun. <laughs> okay. And when I had to, I don't think I got fired. I think I quit, but so I didn't get to come back. So it was in my cubby and I know for sure as shit, she saw this full cartoon of like her being beaten to death and like pricing tags all over. Her. Oh, well that's cute. At least <laughs> it's kind of cute. But anyway, yeah, she was just one of those people that would like talk down to me in front of customers nah. and in front of other people and just um, just made me feel like real shit. Just everything I did was wrong. It really felt like my marriage. Holy shit. Like I couldn't do anything where I'm like, you asked me to do this. I go to do it. And she comes to talk to me. And because I didn't like turn to look at her while I'm trying to finish this other thing like yells at me for like not stopping what I was doing. I'm like, you just made it very clear. You want me to do this. And it's just very like, it was crazy making. It was not good. It was just, she was just a real bitch. Well, when you say this bad job felt like your marriage, one might also say your marriage felt like a bad job that you had. Where, <laughs> yes, yeah, a terrible you, boss. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say just to squeeze this in briefly um, about the affair married person thing i thought it was mm. very very interesting that he was like you know my wife thinks i'm having an affair like he was kind yeah. of like completely closed off to what he was doing reality yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's uh that's like a like weird david lynch thing that's that's uh yeah i'm calling you from inside the house what? yeah it's very surreal to be like can you believe the wife thinks this is going on as you're like doing the thing <laughs> right <laughs> how dare she yeah all right our next caller was from was from is tom from the bay area and he loves desserts guys uh, i guess allison asked what's your favorite dessert he loves cherry chip cake apparently he's not a patreon because that would be a very cute sweet carb to be i did not look this up so maybe we should do this together unless you already have i did not it sounds i don't know how it sounds i'd have to take a look oh maybe i have seen this i had to say cakes from cake mixes like i'm sorry how you grew up sir but <laughs> Can we do homemade for two seconds? Oh, there's a homemade version. That looks way better. Oh, I bet it's so good. Yeah, yeah that could be okay. good. I could see that. It looks fine. Um, I would try it. That's good. 
maybe make cookies as a mix or something. I don't know, but cake mixers has a flavor. But it sounds like he finds joy in that because maybe it's, he's nostalgic for his childhood and that's what he grew up on and that's sweet. Yeah, it's more the specific taste of the thing probably yeah. than it actually being like the best thing ever. Although I don't I, know, it, yeah. it, the cake. I I don't eat it. <laughs> I don't bake a, a ton of cakes. Uh, no, same. But, um, the the box mix is okay, but also I don't think of cakes as something that's particularly hard to get the ingredients right for. No, you yeah, might mess up the baking, but the easy. actual like yeah. you know flour and baking powder or it's salt or whatever you put in there. Yeah, yeah. And the hardest part is putting it together, and you still have to do that with a boxed mix. So, um, but it has just that flavor that's kind of off and actually sometimes i do kind of go for that where i'm like hey go for a box like yellow cake with chocolate frosting right now it sounds good yellow is a delicious flavor but i do have to say i don't really care that much about desserts in general i do love somebody that finds something they love and goes and finds like a million of them like the today sponge let's say you know if you're into something get all of them i like that is that a they- seinfeld thing if you have to ask yeah okay makes sense chances are it is but um yeah i i I do crave like something sweet after dinner or something sometimes but it's usually just a bite of something or like some really good ice cream but not like a bunch i don't have a real big sweet tooth i almost would rather just have like more savory stuff on top of savory the world would be a slightly better place if you were if, if it were more possible to get like two and a half bites of something yes like a lot of time if i'm going this has come up on the show before i think but like what i really want if i'm out and i'm like you know what i'm gonna go through this fast food drive through what i actually want is like two and a half bites of a hamburger like Mm. like Mm -hmm. eight fries and like half of a coke or something but i end up buying you know three times as much as that because that's what comes in the company meal or whatever and feeling like totally terrible yeah that's one thing i do love about like a buffet and it feels mm. just like frivolous and disgusting. But it's like, well, I'm going to have like one little scoop of this and one little scoop of that. And just getting, you know, you get a little taste of everything. Yeah. It's Ooh. not always the best food, though. <laughs> I was going to say taste of everything. Good name for a buffet. A little taste oh, of everything. I love it. We could just end the show on that. Yeah. We, we still have so much more. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, well, kind of. So they start talking about serial killers. And because apparently Tom kind of had a serial killery sort of sound to him. And then they start talking about, I think Colonel Jeff may have to- told them about some book about the percentage of sociopaths that are in Gen Pop. What yeah, do you think? The Psychopath Next Door, I believe, is the book. Yes, um, yes. The, yeah, I don't. It's difficult to say. Um, but yeah, there are... I th- there there is this this um, I don't know if it's a Venn diagram. People, I think, are quick to label certain attributes that they find upsetting or scary. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of people on social media talking about oh this person is a narcissist or this person right. is a psychopath. This person is a sociopath. I don't know how many people are genuinely in that category. Right. Versus like just being a piece of shit which is not exactly the True. same thing so I, I it's it's difficult to know i definitely know i was married to one hmm. but i did a lot more re- i mean years and years of reading on this stuff and him actually coming clean and reading a book and was like oh my god i am 
uh, which, I am one. Which one of these things? Oh, a yeah. yeah. I think that's kind of the, um, the fairly common uh, type. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah. And I think, so they talked about the fine line between being a serial killer and like your dark passenger and all these things. And I, uh, I have like, okay, I'm not going to say I have psychopathic tendencies. <laughs> sure, go on. I'm not in here. We are but- recording. I do have sort of a dark passenger esque sort of, but I wonder, I think everybody has this and I wonder because it's not something where I want to hurt anybody or go out and do anything to anybody else. It's hurting myself. Stuff when I was younger, like I used to cut myself and stuff like that. And so those things cross my mind. (laughs) These sound more like, Re- reactions to uh, uh hmm. yeah so it's less of like so i'm not a psychopath so you're telling me yeah well listen okay. again i'm not a doctor i can't say that uh, for sure. well, but i think we established you are at, at the beginning of the show psychopathic lying just gonna check that off on the list uh no but yeah no these are not psychopathic tendencies um but the the what you're describing sounds more like uh internalized sort of uh negative or sort of um, mm. even narcissistic or abusive thoughts, like things that, or even like people who have, uh, I forget what the word for it is. It's the thing, uh, the sort of unwanted thoughts, but not quite full, mm. like a bipolar yeah. or OCD or anything, but yes. the sort of um, negative thinking, like reflexive negative thinking yeah. about the self, which is not always moored in reality. Um, yes. it's, it can be a very like, uh, more of a dangerous thing for you than for anyone else but, yes it uh, is yeah. and i think because when i was younger i acted on it more mm-hmm. now like those thoughts come in and i am aware of it and so it's just like okay i understand that it's stemming from this and that and it has nothing to do with whatever's going on in this but whatever's going on right now is giving me those same feelings from when i was younger so then it kind of like just starts to creep back in obviously i needed to probably talk to somebody about that but i'm not acting on any of it 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 doesn't last long it's just the fact that those thoughts even go into my head is just like and i think that's why i go towards the physical pain because that can immediately take away the emotional pain for a minute because i'm focused on that and that's not healthy Mm -hmm. yeah speaking of uh, speaking of physical pain and uh, Mm. ways in which you are damaged uh how's your arm doing (laughs) we need an arm update my arm update is it's doing much better. I I I think I can al- almost pretty much pretend like it doesn't not pretend. It almost seems as if it never happened, which is good. Yeah, There's only certain it. movements where I'm like, oh, right. Um, I haven't been able to. I usually go to physical therapy twice a week, and I haven't been able to go because of my work schedule being kind of crazy. But now that I know what's my schedule is for next week, I am going to try and make some appointments to get back in there my um ortho gave me a prescription for like 12 more weeks of physical therapy and he's like use it if you want to or don't if you're feeling like you don't need it but i think you're doing good and so so far so good that is great news so no boxing yet but you're feeling like 90 percent of the way there i'm guessing i mean i was boxing some things like my that sounds like a terrible thing. I don't know what that I was going to go back to like punching myself. Oh. I'm joke. It was a joke, but obviously if anybody's dealing with any of these things, I'm sorry to make light of it. It is the way of that I go- deal with my own uh trauma and issues. So, I'm sorry if you 
feel like I'm taking it too lightly. And if you're dealing with it, then I'm sorry. And uh, if I can help, I will. Um, yeah, I was actually talking about that with Johnny just today because he was like, I forgot about that because we were talking about how it around Thanksgiving, how terrible it was. And he's just like, oh my gosh, that was so bad. And I said, I wouldn't have been able to do this new, this new position that I have at work. I wouldn't be able to do it at all because it's very physical and I'm on my feet the whole time and I'm lifting and carrying and doing a bunch of stuff just all, the whole time. And I never would have been able to say yes to this opportunity to work over there. So it's kind of awesome that I'm feeling better. So yeah, thank you for asking. I'm happy <laughs> you're feeling better. Thank you very much. Yeah. Okay. Shall, anything else from Monday? Um, I did like that Daniel mentioned the, uh, the stag, the deer head. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I love the revisit on that story. Yeah. Just A, it's a funny story. And B, it's just like, oh, yeah, that did happen. That's, a, that's <laughs> such a weird ego Yes, male ego it, versus male it's ego move. Such a not Daniel thing to do that I would think, but I love that he did that. Like that kind of like I'm just gonna yeah, that like ego thing of just I'm gonna put these antlers literally behind my head so when you talk to me, you're gonna feel less than somehow, subconsciously. It's it's so weird, but also the fact that it might work on a certain kind yes. of person is so yes. it's so silly it's maybe so, i need to do this uh, sure <laughs> i'm like, just gonna get a headband that's an antlers yeah i mean i uh, worth trying i guess yeah and yeah. i could look cute too in the process <laughs> yeah i mean you might attract a whole new kind of person you know what might let's backtrack on that yeah um okay. no i think listen well oh, takes all kinds it does. And apparently that's what I'm going for. <laughs> accepting all kinds. Um, expanding my horizons is how I'm trying to look at it. Mm -hmm. All right. Shall we talk about Thursday? Sure. All right. We were her little campfire strawberry sent in by Alyssa Van Dyke on Patreon. Uh, these are, sound so cute. I don't know if this sounds... I think I would love it, actually. Even though... All kinds of s'mores situations I love. They also like freak me out with the stickiness, but worth it because they're delish. Um, but this sounds quite good. What do you think? I'm not a fan of the marshmallow. Um, I mm. might be more interested in like a marshmallow fluff, but like a, a regular uh, uh, cylinder shaped marshmallow. Always a little disappointing. Always feels like not quite. It's a the texture isn't quite what I want, and no. the taste is just like sugary marshmallow. So it's it's always a little disappointing. The texture is off putting, but when you cook a marshmallow, it transforms into some sort of a magical substance. And uh, I don't know if you've ever had a homemade marshmallow; those have better texture. I've never um, considered. Oh, you've never stumbled upon marshmallows <laughs> being made in your kitchen? No, I've never accidentally spilled you know a bunch of sugar <laughs> into a bowl and then. Do whatever you do to make marshmallows. Put it in a blender. I don't know. Shout out to uh, East Coast Jen because she's always into, she will only make things homemade. So I've, that's the reason why I've had them. Uh, last two weeks ago, when I did the double episode with Joanna, I forgot to say the second carb from the second Thursday. And that was, we were her little profiterol sent in by Tiffany Faller, Fallis, something like that. Um, also, I think that was already a carb. But anyway, they're delicious. And I would definitely have that at the next group recording. I will not make them homemade, but they're real easy to get out of the freezer and just throw them on a, a dish. Oh, those look great. Those are like little, like, blintzy 
Yeah, kind of like cream puff thing. Cream puffies. It cream sounds, puffies. Yeah, it sounds like a medication. <laughs> I've been cream puffy once or twice. Oh boy. Oh my god, what? <laughs> I mean, the puffy is not the most flattering, but I no, I guess it's really not. What you're into. I guess it, it does. I, I guess it does. <laughs> uh, Emily Fleming, Joe Quazala, and Tony were on. Did was Daniel? Yeah. Yeah. Duh. Okay. Daniel was on. I usually wait to write his name down because sometimes he doesn't make it to the show. But yeah, he for sure was there. Tony's back from tour, and they were talking about this phenomenon, this panties on a stage phenomenon. I'm wondering if you've witnessed this, done this. Or have thoughts. Again, this is gendered. If a dude threw his underwear on stage, it would be like <laughs> sexual assault. It would be like some sort of <laughs> That is very threat. true. That is, um, oh my God, you're right. Yeah. Uh, no, I don't believe I've seen I've seen this in person ever also. But I, I'm not going to, to see like Wayne Newton or whoever this would happen <laughs> well, to. Well, this leads to when I've seen it. Buck Cherry. Yeah, go on. I was going to say, because this feels like some sort of lore, like it's just something you hear about, but it's never, ever happens. But I did witness it. And who'd you just say? Wayne Newton. <laughs> so I was yeah. at a casino and I was, I went to go see Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> On brand. I have to say the underwear that got thrown up there, very billowy. Uh, but also to have that kind of... Co- there's a confidence level there's an overt sexual thing obviously but also it is kind of rapey or not rapey it's kind of like you said it's kind of sex crime sex what did you say (laughs) something like that yeah (laughs) yeah. i mean i think i might be i i think the larger underwear might might be more like wow this is this is really substantial like they really threw like a, a full-on pair of gps on stage as opposed to like trying to throw like a GPs. cute little cute little thong or something like, this is like okay wow all right Serious. gps at least cover the the creamy puffy the creamy puff, <laughs> yes, the cream the, puffy oh boy yeah they cover the profiterol i guess oh profiterol oh but no i could really take that into a whole other way and i'm not going to Good. I think that's good. That's fine. But yeah, I definitely did see that. And I was just like, look at you guys go. I don't know if I have that kind of confidence, but also like, what's the, what's the end game? What's the return? It's just, it's the act. And you're feeling like, it's like a guy, like a peeping Tom, like it's all for you. I I guess it's, yeah, it's something like that. It's just, you want the attention from the person on stage or you want them to like, know it's it's yeah it's not a, a practical thing i don't think slingshot i mean i on stage. guess if your number's on there or like your room number but that's taking a chance on hopefully these are underwear that are, go with the person that you're gonna go meet up with yeah. and it's not gonna be like some string bikini that could they could never fit into uh, or go for the gold do you see the billowy ones you know what you're in for yeah also like if you're at an angle Bert Humperdinck show and you're like mm. 65 years old you might just be like you know what that's generous I've always wanted uh-huh. to do this I'm just gonna fucking do it and true yeah. I mean to be fair when I went when, when when East Coast Jen and I went to Paula to see Engelbert play we were so excited because I mean we stalked him in the 90s we went to his house and so we were very excited to finally see him and it was not that long ago 2013 yeah and that was a long time ago it was 10 years but still from the 90s to then and 
we walked in and even the guy taking our ticket was like all right a little yuck for this show <laughs> i'm like no we're like, are you kidding me like we have been listening to him since the 90s <laughs> in other words very cool uh this piggybacks on uh all the things that joanna and i talked talked about on our episode but and there was a whole line of wheelchairs in the back just a huge row of empty like parking for uh, wheelchairs and then a lot of oxygen tanks and we we're like wow 65 would have been generous uh as you had said it was like whoa yeah well this good, is a little older good for them i'm glad they're getting out to see but they are flinging underwear on the stage and he asked some people to come on stage and he straddled them good good question mark i don't know if that's medically advisable for some of them but I yeah know. yeah it's, it's you know what the way my hand was waving to get up there <laughs> people people deserve to have fun just because they're a little older doesn't mean they don't get oh get i appreciate it i was like these on are by some, my people uh, pop star of the 60s i'm seeing my future and i'm loving every yeah. second of it yeah this is gonna be like uh uh who's justin bieber or whatever in, in 40 years so Oof. it's yeah it's, it's oh, oh god good for them yeah good for that those people yeah. is what i think you're trying to say so they revisited the the accidental david matthews and apparently because daniel said accidentally said shit in the introduction but he didn't it was just the way the words went together like allison saying david matthews and they so they brought up this story about the david dave matthews feces incident the 800 pounds of feces to be exact which who's who who was weighing it but also did have you heard of this story oh, or is yeah. it because oh yeah yeah so this for sure, is 2004 yeah. or 2008 2004 Four, I, think it was. I think yeah yeah it was definitely a thing um, I think I it's never heard of this before, I think. But yeah, oh, it is. A, good. I'm glad I was listening. Yeah, it is. a. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, it, it kind of speaks for itself. I don't know. If, I sent you I, a picture. Uh, um, but, but, there apparently was photo photographic evidence. They said that oh, there wasn't. No. And I'm surprised Tony did not uh, mention this. But there is a picture. And there's some funny memes too <laughs> that were made. But um, yeah, I. Oh, this is, no. Oh, that was horrifying. That That's, I hope. Oh, that can't be real. That is a frosted cake of of boats. It is not good. I would like to hear from those people. They have to be scarred from this still, and just all of it, just the logistics of having to get the shit out of your eyelids and your ears and like all of that and like realizing what happened. The reality of like, like a shit ton <laughs> landing on you um that's trauma i don't I, I don't know if there's a monetary amount like that could go onto that but like some restitution yeah no that's i mean difficult to there are some things that happen to you whether it's you know someone getting mugged or some sort of accident mm -hmm. where like mm -hmm. it's you're just not prepared for that to happen it's not a possibility in your brain mm. that's something like yes. like if you're on a boat you might think oh man i hope this boat doesn't sink or something yes. or i hope you know or get bird stranded. bird maybe yeah the, someone emptying emptying like a tour bus like full of hundreds of pounds <sighs> of waste onto you it's not in your mental rolodex of things that could happen so it's it would and take you a second to realize now that i know realize. that this has happened it never will yeah <laughs> it's, it's like, still i wonder if shit's gonna fall down on me today yeah. 
I mean, figuratively it has been, but that is like, whoa, that is horrifying. Just, oh, I don't know how you come back from that yeah, at good, all. Good news, though. Um, so mm. that picture you sent is is uh, from The Onion. It's not an actual, like, real photo. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> and the, the Onion headline. Uh, obviously, I did lots of research. Yeah. The Onion headline says, Dave Matthews Band apologizes after tour bus dumps another 800 pounds of human shit onto same boat full of same people. <laughs> Did you say 2004? Uh, yes, August okay. 2004, to be specific. I got married that year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I just... And Dave Matthews is not really in my periphery at all. Not in my yeah. eye, direct eyesight, not in my periphery, but... I think I would have, I thought I would have at least heard of this, but, and especially if they've talked about it on the show, then I, you'd think I would have, but, um, wow. 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 Yeah. I mean, I, as far as, uh, David Matthews band in general, I definitely heard them growing up like in the early two, maybe late nineties. Yeah. If I heard a song, I'd probably be like, Oh yeah, I've heard this band, but, but also, I can't like off the top un- come up with something. Yeah. They, they were never like, I might've liked a song or two, but they were never appealing. They seemed something about them seemed a little creepy, honestly. Maybe yes. it was just the song. I'm now having like some sort of memories yeah, of know. seeing people. I was like, oh, I don't really care for these people. And they were listening to them too. So I was like, oh, that adds up. Like there was something that connected with these like, uh, they were like college kids in front of their like dorm. I don't know. Mm. It just, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it was. Trauma. Apparently I didn't have 800 pounds of shit dumped on my head, but you know, it's my own trauma. <laughs> Well, listen, if nothing else, let's be grateful that today no one has dumped hundreds of pounds of human waste onto us while we were trying to have a good time. The thing is, like you said, it could really happen anywhere at any time. I mean, not anywhere, but it could happen depending on where your location is. But it could, um, it's yeah. uh, vanishingly I'm, rare, I'm going to say. I'm going to take the other my tech. lucky stars yeah. that it has not happened today. And I don't think, oh, I will be going out in public a little later. So. I mean, we'll see. I'll let you know. So yeah. far, so good. Yeah, you almost a perfect record uh, outside of that one shower incident of you uh, <sighs> not being uh, relieved upon. So shorts. First of all, I don't know why. My kids always joke about people in their jorts, and that comes up often. I don't know why in my mind I didn't realize that it was jean shorts. I don't know why I never connected that until this episode. In my mind, I always am like, oh, jorts, oh, shants, oh, um, like the that kind of trajectory is where I go. It's not jean shorts. I'm like, oh, <laughs> this whole time. Because I'll make short j- jokes where they're like, oh, nice jorts. I'm like, oh, get your shants on. I will try and like add to it. And it's not obviously um, correct. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I have no strong feelings on the jorts. Do you wear shorts? Uh, who wears short shorts? Um, I, I wear short yeah. shorts. <laughs> uh, usually not outside. Like if I'm just around the house, I have a pair of shorts that I'll wear. Mm. Um, and they're not like like uh, Daisy Dukes or anything. They're not jean mm. shorts, but there's they're like uh, down. They're uh, like above the knee. They're not like super. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. But no, I'm not a big shorts person. Although, uh, I mean, I don't know. When it gets hot, not a bad idea. Yeah, um, I, I do like to wear shorts yeah. a lot, and I don't like the long shorts. I like short shorts, but I I hate a fringed 
cut off short. Mm, mm-hmm. I think it's real. Gr- it's just very unappealing to me. Maybe it's just too messy looking. There's to me. like, something off. Yeah, about it. yeah, I know. I don't mean. like it. I remember for sure when it was popular in like what the late '80s, early '90s, and I wished I could be one of those people, like the girls in like the Poison videos, like wearing these like jean shorts where your pockets come out the bottom. But I still look at it as very '80s when I see that kind of stuff now, and I don't like fringy, torn. I just it's not appealing to me, but. I definitely wear a lot of jeans. And I wear, I call them denim shorts, but I guess they're jorts. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, yeah, so- I wear denim, black denim, dark wash, just, you know. I like to wear short shorts, but they're not Daisy Dukes. I ain't got no cheeks coming out. The, uh, so so the, the pockets thing is weird to me. The showing. Yeah, I don't. If I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't quite get that one. It I seems... think it's like it's almost like you're naked. Like this is the next step. You're seeing the inside of my pants. <laughs> I don't even know. Or like you see things hanging. You know you want to pull on it. You I don't see I the no inside idea. of my pants is a very funny way to put that. I'm wearing so little clothing you can see the inside of my pants. Um, yeah, I th- I guess that's kind of it. Like my sh- shorts. It's are like so I'm short coming. Yeah, or I'm coming undressed. I'm undone. It just looks like some things are coming off. I don't know. It looks like an accident that someone just kind of. It looks slovenly it. to me. I don't care for it, but you know, to each his own. Because it is going to be a his. No girls like that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I I'm just kidding. I'm mo- totally mm-hmm. fucking kidding. I have actually did cut some shorts and they got a tiny bit fringy. I wasn't looking for that look, but I, they were just for home use only. Sure. Um, and for sure cheeks were hanging out and probably more stuff depending on how I was sitting. Oh, pardon. but it it was just for like when I want to like lay out um, and just get my legs tan for the summer. Like I'll go out and sit for like a few and just kind of, it's just for that only. Sure. But when you're taking pictures I, for the dating apps, I get what you're saying. Shit. <laughs> guilty um can you imagine if i did that on dating apps how the fuck? i mean uh, and people, by the way people I'm so want done. to uh, I... show their best sides so uh, you, you see some true. stuff oh yeah oh no i know people do it i just i would not um i decided i'm never gonna do online dating again and i did not have terrible results but i've done a good job of meeting people in the wild good and good job is um but- uh, objective, good, objective, and, uh, positive. Some some pluses and some minuses. The thing is, is like I don't. Yeah, I'm finding people that actually are at places that I go to that I am enjoying the place and the things that I'm doing. So like I'm finding people that are more like me, and I feel like online it's a lot less fine tuned in that. And also, it just it just originally I thought it was just a very weird thing for me. It's just not something that seemed uh i, I wasn't 100 comfortable with it I, I guess and so now i thought you know what i would rather just not and yeah I, the thing is with the weirdest things literally as one door closes another one opens almost on the day or the next day like by the way it doesn't mean it's a quality door uh it could be door number two with the old nag as <laughs> uh the price is wrong but it's a screen uh, door just sort of hanging down off the hinges just sort of (laughs) swinging there's cobwebs on it yeah it's so it may be that but it is strange how i feel like i'm even steven that's a seinfeld reference but it's just very weird i i don't know how to explain it but it happens just constantly and that's not like a terrible problem to have but like also 
it could when you're feeling empty it can feel a void unnecessarily that you don't really maybe let lesser quality in <laughs> sure anyway okay, but yeah just to just to, to talk even more about your dating life just Jesus for a Christ, i know why did i even bring it up uh, again <laughs> the it is a it was a very i don't know not seminal not life-changing but like it was very i i felt like i gained some great insight um from hmm. hanging out with uh it was yes. you and joanna in the motel yes. room when we went to yeah. uh the the restaurant the Skies. Oh. <laughs> no um i will not allow you to uh impugn do other not people's zip me no uh the uh, uh what do we the, the, the scotch yes where but the place yes tam o'shanter Ta thank you i was like fogo and chow no that's not right um anyway we were going to to, to tam o'shanter but yeah uh, we were all like looking through your phone and like looking through the dating apps of the various guys who ended up yeah. in, like in your feed and it was yeah because i've never seen that side of dating apps or of seeing like s dudes profiles like that it was right. very like oh this is illuminating this is yeah there's a lot of um there's a lot of uh, uh a lot of weeds a lot yeah of weeds. there's there's a, a certain um a uh, lot of i i don't know these people obviously i'm not gonna say they're like duds Pretty as people but the profiles were like yeah. very they're not good at this um and it was no. uh they're not putting their best foot forward or or may, being their most appealing selves and uh yes. it was it was interesting to get a snapshot of what a lot of people um women in have particular to live have life to, yeah have, like. have, literally like actually yes have to like go through and and uh yeah the the uh, discount bin that they have to oh, rummage through to find something good. The goodwill. Well, store. and that's the thing when you're in the discount bin and you're like, "Whoa, I just found um, uh, Mr. T, uh, whatever, Bruce Brubaker, um, Soldier of Fortune." Like, this is awesome. But then it's like, is it because you're waiting so much through other shit that you're thinking that this is a find? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. So I definitely, I did, I did go on some dates with some, and I actually, even though one of them was the one that Holy ghosted me, and you'll see that um, on the last episode, but um, or few, whatever the newest episode, which was a while ago, and still, it was like it was fine. I guess I obviously being ghosted's not fine, and then the other one was like a nice enough guy, but. I just don't think that's for me. It's not the way I'm going to meet people. And um, and that's fine. And I'm glad it works for some people. But I don't feel it's just not in my mindset. I don't think I can try and sell it. I feel like you have to sell yourself in a, in a different way. And and this goes back to this, it, you know, me taking pictures of my legs to put on there. It's like you're trying to put like a certain foot forward and portray yourself in a certain way to get somebody interested in you. And it's like I would love a dating app where there is no pictures. That would be a little scary, but maybe you could really just get to know somebody. Hmm. Maybe. I feel like, I feel like that's still somehow ripe for catfishing. Yeah, like I feel like you 100%. just have that's straight just, up pathological I'm, liars on there. I immediately felt like very scared. <laughs> it turns into a chat room from the nineties. Like it gets real, real oh shady my gosh. in there. But yes. yes, I know what you mean. There, there's a, uh, there's a kind of superficiality which is built into like the way dating apps work where you're just at a certain point just scrolling through pictures and going like yes or no based on 
right literally superficial concerns but true but i mean you can kind of tell if somebody's into stuff that you're you know how to find your people like i can see people and be like oh i know they're gonna be into stuff i'm into Mm -hmm. but still that could get onto the superficial because there was one person that i went out with that was not my not someone that i would think that at all and we had some good times together we had some fun dates but um so i would have swiped if he didn't like reach out with a a a good question and Mm -hmm. i was like oh okay i'll talk to you and it ended up being kind of fun yeah anyway that was so last year um okay next speaking of (laughs) but not um there's a lot of male urinate pissing talk and Mm -hmm. i don't know if you care to talk about the sitting standing the the dick dabbing i mean is this, is this a topic that interests you to talk about? Uh, interest is, is an interesting word. No, but you know what? You I know, mean, you you have the equipment. I don't. I you have. Uh, speaking of which, so there, I had this thought while, while listening, and it is, uh, I have become aware in life that there is a level of interest that a lot of women have. I think mm. I'm guessing mostly mm. like I'm guessing this doesn't apply to like. Our, our dear lesbian friends as much but uh the, in men peeing mm, that i yes. didn't i would not have anticipated um, i can agree with that it's always been something that has intrigued me not now but you know growing up and getting when you start being intimate with uh, the opposite sex and you're like oh this is not something that i knew happened or that or the because you're not born with that so it's completely a different world so you kind of have this like how does that work and how do you like you know what i mean I, yeah this topic actually literally just came up the other day this i was talking to somebody and he was just like yeah what what's with girls fascinations with like men peeing and like wanting to like hold it while you pee and stuff i'm like i don't know that's just i understand though i understand the thought process because you're like you kind of want to understand from their perspective what it's like I I get it's 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 just one of those things that to to the guy in this case it's like the most mundane right. normal thing in the world but it's like well it's like my nipples I'm not sitting around feeling myself but like there's a definite fascination true yeah there's certainly there's certainly uh, <laughs> counter examples yeah or maybe a little different a little less sexy but a maybe li- well it depends on how you talk about peeing but yeah I uh, yes yeah I know what you mean. I do think I can appreciate many cultures in other countries, which I was not aware of. Men sit to pee because it's respectful. And I never thought about that and how nice that is. Yeah, it's definitely um, a potentially much more of a mess if you're standing up. Yes. And these people that just feel like just piss anywhere because whatever, it's and not even trying, then you have problems. My next door neighbor, train wreck, notorious for pissing all over everybody's toilets. It'd be like, did he... Was he, was he here? It's like, oh my God. His poor wife, but also fuck oh, the man. bitch. I mean, yeah, yes, for sh- on both counts. Imagine being married to that person and like, yeah. not just being married, having that person in your house all the time. Yes, perspective yes. If you're married to them is, is uh, right. not, uh, not what you want. No, but you know what? She's a cunt. She deserves it. So anyway. <laughs> I will say on, on the, uh, well, speaking of people who should be sitting down to pee. Um, if you're a weird alcoholic who pees out all over everybody's stuff, um, do that. Sit down instead. But uh, mm. I definitely that, that does add up. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the morning when I'm tired, I, I definitely am a, a sit down to pee just because I'm like, 
I'm doing the uh, the Rodan's thinking man pose. I'm just sort of mm. thinking mm. about life, mm-hmm. just trying yeah. to wake up. And it's like, yeah, yeah. To be honest, I same. It's like I don't want to be standing and like trying to like think and aim and like whatever. I mean, women obviously it's very different. And as much like Emily was saying, where you're like, you think it's gonna go this way? It's you think it's gonna zig and it zags. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, but I do like there's a freeing thing when you're camping to be out in nature and just going. I do have the issue if I'm on the side of the road and I have to pop a squat and I've got clothes on somehow my clothes are a magnet to pee and I it's just like okay cool like she said even if your pants are hanging in a tree somehow you're <laughs> gonna make it up there um it, it's just and you think you're good and all of a sudden you're like oh my god there's a whole puddle in my jeans like great um but yeah just being out in nature and just like feeling the wind on your cheeks and letting it letting the pee come out I don't think I've ever pooped outside <laughs> Uh, um, yeah, it, less, well, people certainly discuss it less, but yeah, I think a, a yeah. little less common. Well, I mean, with like, when you're in the middle of nowhere and you have to take a dump, like, I think because when I already have, uh, systems, system problems there mm-hmm. that when I'm on vacation, everything is just like, yep, we're good. Um, but yeah, I, uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Probably nowhere. Definitely. Let's change the subject. Should All we right. talk about regional dialect? Speaking of P. Actually, shit. Hold oh, on. There you go. Let's back it up. Because they talk about this later. Should we talk about it later? The Allison talk about peeing it? thing? Yes. Let's, because, let's I mean, we get are into Let's talking discuss. about urine. Yeah. I have to say, we do have a late in the game, late in the show, BFF hotline call. Ooh. Let's listen. Hello, just calling in with my Joanna reacts to Allison parenting. Um, first of all, disclaimer, this is not parenting advice or therapy, but um, my initial reaction was Allison. No, um, just thinking, you know, we all know like the trifecta of serial killers, like, you know, cruelty to animals, head injuries, childhood trauma, all of that stuff. But I'm going to add peeing on the floor in front of your young child to show them that it's okay to pee on the floor. I don't know. Just seems a little um, too far. Um, What's next? Like, oh, it's okay. Everybody hits somebody sometimes and then just like lightly tap Daniel just to say, hey, it's okay. Um, Or, you know, everybody kills somebody sometimes and, you know, look, mommy just stabbed somebody too. No big deal. Um, Not saying that she should like shame him or say punish him, but... Maybe just, you know, simple, hey, it's okay you peed on the floor. And then move on. Like, no big deal. I, it's just this extra step that Allison likes to take that is interesting. So that's my take. I don't know what your guys' thoughts are, but just my thoughts. So I have to say, also, I, before I even heard this episode, Ruffy texted the dream team and said, let me just say what he said, because I need to, he said, nope, <laughs> that's the wrong one. Sorry. <laughs> I thought you were, I thought he said, nope, uh, which does fit. <laughs> Basically. Yeah, so just to filibuster, Ray Morgan posted yes. in the Facebook group about Thank this you. topic. Um, and there was a little survey of like, so he said, for the parents, have you ever peed on the bathroom floor to show your child that it's okay to do so? And yes is coming in at 1%. Um, <laughs> no, 40, So Rafi then? Yeah, no is at 46%. And what is at 53%. So I was curious about what the what meant. So I was like, I'm not even going to answer that. But 
Uh, Rafi texted, oh my god, Allison is a legit psycho. She tells a story at the end of the show about pee. I think there might actually be something wrong with her. <laughs> um, this is insanity to me. First this, of all... Yeah, go on. Yes. yes if yeah, if your kid is worried about having an accident in any way or form, where it's, whether it's urine or any respect in, in their life. Respects? Oh my god. Um, in anything... Um, there are ways of teaching them lessons that first of all, they'll learn the lesson <laughs> and get something from it. And it would be a growing experience. This, like Joanna was saying, connect the dots to serial killer because yes, it could have, <laughs> this is like traumatizing. Like you're going to be into weird mommy porn. You're going to be into weird urinating porn. Like even the fact that she said this for the first time on the show and this is the first time daniel's hearing it uh i so many things what what are your thoughts i know you're not a parent but also you um are a sane person so i think you have a good <laughs> uh, uh yeah a generous assessment thank you but um the uh -huh. i don't think i think daniel did know about did he know about this i don't remember he sounded like he was like oh wait what he, he was like i'm gonna teach him to go outside and like by, by leading by example, by going outside mm -hmm. and peeing and like teaching him that lesson. But he seemed genuinely surprised by the fact. And he was like, he's going to be into some weird shit when he grows yeah, up. I, this is, uh, in the realm of like crunchy, but like parentheses, not good. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I can see where she's coming from as far as like, Oh no, it's not a big deal. Let me show you. That applies less to like peeing and stuff like this. But it's yeah. I I can't tell if this is like it seems to me that she's trying to like make sure that no one feels any shame about things, which is yes. super normal, especially like as far as bathroom stuff goes. Um, but it's this is a a uh, yes, I understand I why she know. did it a hundred percent, and I can back that up. I like yes I, yeah i don't i can i support wanting to teach him a, a lesson and like making him not feel shamed in something but the way she's doing it yeah like i cannot connect the dot between that no. being the goal and then actually uh peeing on the floor a little bit like it's it's a little bit like because she didn't accidentally do it she did it on purpose yeah. so now she's not only maybe scarring him in a weird way but also you're teaching him the lesson that to just pee on the floor because it's fine yeah, this... I under like let's yeah. talk let's take drawing coloring out of the lines. I'm sad I'm coloring out of the lines. It's okay. Everybody does that sometimes. Doesn't mean you're a bad artist. Maybe you have a more abstract brain or like maybe let's do this or that. Like there's a way of <sighs> and maybe that wasn't the best example. But yeah, like I, if, I know what you mean. If you are worried about making a mistake and feeling bad about it, I I I don't know. I yeah, my my hands have been like on my forehead for the last yes. Minute. Um, Thank like, you. I, it's, it's because it doesn't like you said you cannot connect the dots to the uh, lesson being learned by her yeah. going ahead and peeing on the floor. This is not also, but this is not like oh, this kid is going to grow up and be a murderer or something. It's right. not like that. I, but it's also like I it's it is this seems like a thing that would happen in a dream and you would wake up and go, oh, that was weird. Yes. It kind of made sense, but it's also very weird and not a thing or you would do. Or let's go back to like a David Lynch movie where you're like, why did that 
scene have to happen? Yeah, it's it's uh, I I uh, I'm not, I'm not on board. I'm not calling CPS, but it's like that's yeah. If if he remembers that story, it's gonna like twenty years from now, he's gonna be like, oh, that was a weird thing my mom did, and that's gonna it's be you know what therapy I mean? session the, number one. I, I don't think it's gonna be that. If anything, maybe not. It will but be, uh, that will not be the thing. Um, it, it will be that will not be, thing. but yeah. that could be the thing that he dawns on him where he's like, what other weird stuff can I bring up and think about? Um, yeah, I, I, I don't think he's going to be a serial killer from it. I, I know we're saying that in jest and whatever, which I know parents love to hear that about their kids, but um, it just, even on the fact trying to make him learn a lesson, it, it doesn't compute. It doesn't make sense. Like that, there's no if we can't connect the dots how is he going to connect that dot yeah it's it's i because it doesn't connect it I doesn't no i do it's no it's uh, yeah I, I i don't know listen ev- everyone mm. has weird parenting misfires um yes gotta... but this is one that i feel like if i did that i'd be like okay that doesn't make sense what am i doing and i'm not going to share that on my podcast <laughs> yeah maybe yeah i mean she's a she's an oversharer that's her whole thing so i mean she is and i am as well but i feel like she doesn't think that it was weird or wrong or yeah, that's uh, she's still kind of on board with it like she might do it again i don't <laughs> after the reaction that she got i don't think she will but i, I would think, have been like let's edit that out <laughs> yeah she probably did kind of need to hear that reaction I, think. I wonder what kind of blowback she got from that oh i'm sure people like uh, i'm curious she what got people said for sure yeah yeah oh yeah i mean no i what i wonder if she shared this on childish and just i i might listen to that episode uh, side note, I completely forgot that that show existed. <laughs> but uh, they were talking about like, oh, I shared the, heard this on Childish or shared this on Childish. I was like, oh yeah, she still does that show. Um, but I wouldn't mind hearing Greg's reaction to that. Yeah, actually. I don't think... So I've listened to I think the last couple episodes. Okay. And it hasn't been on those, so not unless it's one mm. that she hasn't uh, put out yet. It hasn't come on. Oh, she's or maybe putting it, it out a, there. <laughs> or it was one from a couple weeks ago that I didn't listen to. But yeah, not in the last couple. Um, yeah. But like, it's okay if you accidentally pee. Look, mommy's standing and pissing on the floor on purpose. Like, what? Well, I don't think it was full, like, exorcist, like, like. But she super said it pee. was, like, three drips. So, like, you're just standing there, let it drip? Yeah, I mean, also, I by the way, like, I don't know. If it's only, like, three drips, that's pretty good bladder control from someone who says a couple floors almost like that's uh, impressive. i guess because she was done i feel like that part's a lot but like yeah, also i think she took but she said she took her pants off so she took her pants off and she's standing in a long shirt and pees on the floor yeah that is like an image from a horror movie literally yes but that is a uh, slash porn uh the, the i I, I think people might be overestimating the psychological damage done to the to know. the kid. I feel like it's not going to be that bad. But it also, my issue with it would be more along the lines of like, what other bad ideas do you, what, what other sort of weird boundary issues are coming yes. up and not just this one specific thing. Like I have early, early childhood memories and I revisited these later on when I was around these people again, but my, I still don't understand it to be honest. And now that I'm going to say it, I mean, like, I don't understand what was going on, but like my parents and their friends 
I should probably ask my mom the, the exact like everything, but I'm like all me and my brother and sister like showered with their friends. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Like we were huh. young. So it was like, well, let's just all get in the shower. I don't know if it was like one of those, like we're just getting out of from home from the beach and we're all just going to take a shower. I don't know why we were taking a shower together. I don't know if my parents were involved. I don't remember that part. We were young, but I remember revisiting them later when I was probably like 10 to 12 and the man saying something like, Oh, we should do that again in like eight years or something. Not, not a or good six thing years. to say. <laughs> um, not cool. As not I'm cool, saying it, I'm cool. like, hmm. Yeah. The, well, at, I mean, at I wonder least, why my parents weren't friends with them anymore. Yeah. Now. At least he wanted to like exploit adult you. That's he wanted to wait. He was. Yeah, he that, was. He was moving on up. He saw that, what he, uh, he saw. What he liked. That when fruit I was to a, ripen a good up. Yeah, it was five uh, or six. Not quite there yet. I don't know if my sisters are. It might have just been my brother and I, because I think we were real. Maybe four or five or something like that. Maybe six. That seems like I know this is probably like the eighties, but that seems like weird seventies stuff. Like it's it, it yeah. This like, was this was late seventies. Yeah, it, it was maybe if I was four, then it was. If I was three, then it was 79. So four, 80, 81, 82, somewhere in there. Yeah. It yeah. Feels we like... still lived in California. So it was before 83. Yeah. That's right. Like a, uh, like weird sort of not quite hippie, but sort of post hippie. Hey, it's the seventies yeah. man. Oops. And I picture, I can't even remember what he looks like, but in my mind, he's um from, he's uh, Rob Reiner from um, Archie Bunker. Like that's what he looks uh... like. In my mind's eye. That's, I find that upsetting. Um, <laughs> you don't want to, as a child, that's like a weird, scary adult face. It man. is. They were very like hippie-ish looking like that, but it was the like early 80s, late 70s. So it was, that was what everybody looked like, but. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a kind of, there is a. Um... I think they lived in Redondo too. And I think that's why I always had like this weird. Brenda and Gary. Brenda and Gary. It's coming back. Brenda and Gary. That's so perfect. Tea <laughs> parties, guys. Oh my oh, god. Oh man. I'm gonna I'm gonna question my mom about that. Um, huh. I didn't realize we were gonna go I didn't realize my therapy was gonna go this deep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Brenda See, this particular. is what I mean, though, because this sort of thing is going to get into his head and like later be like, why do I remember this or that happening? And I have like things like that in my like childhood still, like other things too, where I'm like, what? Why was this? I don't know. I I think in both cases, um, uh, there is a little bit of like maybe an overcompensation of like in Allison's case, you know, shame about bodily functions or whatever. And in yeah. that case, maybe shame about nudity or something. Where it's like, hey, man, we've all been like, this is mm. the late 70s. These are people who grew up in like, you know, or were yeah. born around like the 50s. Or yeah. Had a lot yeah. of like negative Love social in. pressure about like being, you had to behave in a certain kind of way. And then that all, that all right. kind of exploded in like the six. Stereotypically rev. sort of, uh, you know, exploded during the 60s. And it was, I think... You don't have to go that hard the other direction. You don't have to be like, there's nothing wrong with being nude, so I'm just going to be like super naked around kids. Like, again, I, I, I get, I get that 
people are kind of, I think the, in the best case, people are trying to be like open-minded and not um, perpetuate the kind of stigma that they grew up with maybe, but it's also like, uh, you, you don't, overcompensation probably isn't going to help anyone if you take things, uh, if you handle things in a certain way, which is not considerate of the boundaries of other people. And I think people right. are, are particularly willing to violate the boundaries of kids because they don't quite think of them as like real people yet. True. True. Hmm. Yeah. But in eight years you will be. Yeesh. Um, oh. Yeah. But like, on, like if you were like their, their friend's 20 year old daughter and you're like, Hey, can we take a shower with like, obviously they'd be like, no, that's, that they would never even say that, even if like the the husband was like secretly creeping on you. But w as a kid, even if there's you know hopefully not that kind of like sexual interest in a kid, but it's like this is kind of like another object that's gonna be in the show. Mm. Like there's not the same kind of respect for uh, someone being a person um, that people have when they're talking about young children. Very true. Very true. Hmm. Brenda and Gary, are you listening? Yeah, would be weird if they were. They're just following your entire life this entire time. <laughs> just through my, the, just through the podcast. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm sure they have some notes. <laughs> well, glass houses. Well, I feel like the, you know, fair, 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 and glass doors in that shower. Mm -hmm. So, would you like to talk about regional dialect or Ren Fair? And then there's the JMOs. Um, I will just, or anything else. Yeah, I will just chime in to say. So I had a text exchange with Lauren Kelly about uh, okay Johns Sorry. and uh, uh, various Johns, um, both literally the word and you know. Um, but yeah, so she's like, I I. So to read her text, she says, I understand yes, it please to be, do. I understand it to be a catch-all term. Uh, there's a local radio station uh, that has concerts called the Summer John and the Winter John. It took me a while to understand that it, it could take the place of any word, uh, and she says she kind of like kind of likes like, it. And... Like Aloha? I don't understand. <laughs> Not quite, but it's like a you know that thing, uh, or I mean, it, people do it with profanity, like you know that shit, mm. or, or you know <laughs> that fucker. If you're uh, from I move certain places in Southern California, but it just means you know it, it kind of means anything. It could mean uh, use it in more sentences because I still don't. Uh, well, I get it, hundred percent. It could mean, uh, I don't that that one that th I, I it's like it's very, like that John that John yeah like um well I don't know you if have to I, say it like that too <laughs> yeah, I I don't know I think you kind of do have to say it a little a little Phillyish because actually. if I say that's John they'd be like no my you've my already uncle said John? it wrong you've, you've <laughs> already messed it up my grandpa John my brother John what are you talking about. But then also dudes named John, do they hate it? Is it like Karen? Like what? Well, the, well it's J-A-W-N, so I, I feel right, like it's Right, but not everybody enough. is spelling it out when they're wording I feel, it. But you know the difference. If you're, if you're from John. a place where, they actually, where that term is actually used. Doggone it, John. So usually I have doggone it, Dawn. So now I can say John? You have to That's say doggone it, John. But uh, Doggone it, John. But... So Lauren said there's a whole billboard scandal with this lawyer that kind of got mixed oh, in the pot. So yes. Lauren sent me like uh, this news article <laughs> of this guy. He took out a billboard that said his name is John Morgan, J-O-H-N. But he took out a billboard that said, I'm John Morgan, J-A-W-N, because <laughs> it's in Philly. And then there's this whole 
controversy of uh, this beef I, I refer to as a Philly cheesesteak. Um, oh, I love it. <laughs> that this other lawyer took at a billboard and it has like, it says real Philly lawyer on it. And then it has mm. a picture of the the John guy. And then it says, you know, Florida lawyer, not licensed in oh. Pennsylvania. And it's a, whole, it's a whole big territorial thing. It's funny because like, first of all, that's embarrassing that you use the term John. Also, he's it's like 55. Gross. But also, Philly cheesesteak is like the, la- the like lowest rung of sandwiches. <laughs> well, uh, um, you know. It, you know, it's, it, it was it, a, uh, what I say is law um, mm. and true. Mm. <laughs> no, I it's just funny because it's sort of um, what's the word when someone has less brain cells. Um, it's so, like a, a very capacity? that's Traumatic better. I, I think I was going to say ignorant, but it's not ignorant. It's not lack of trying to know. It's just the lack of skill. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> yeah, that. <laughs> non compass mentis? What are we what are Someone we that about? says Yuan as like their actual lingo in life. Mm, mm. This is incorrect. This is uh, you deciding that a regional dialect means someone is stupid. This is, I, I disagree. Yes. I must disagree. Absolutely. No. Blanket statement. No. I am good at. <laughs> Okay, show me one person that uses that in their daily life that's smart. How about that? <laughs> that's a weird <laughs> thing to ask for. But uh, I... You I, know what? Maybe I'll just pee on the floor and you'll, you'll learn your lesson. Uh, I mean, listen, uh, again, money's tight. There's all kinds of ways. Uh, You're in luck. <laughs> I could do this. <laughs> I huh. believe you could. I believe I already signed up to. Just kidding. I am not. But Sniffer.com, I have not done anything on that. I feel it's so, there. It exists. Let me let me chime in because this also Go came for up. It. Uh, Ring a ding ding. Once upon a time. So the I have on TikTok. I've seen a, a video or two oh, from people uh-huh. who have posted Made money. Yeah, and talking about their, hustling. their experience on like OnlyFans or that sort of thing. Mm. And these are not necessarily positive stories. So I yeah, would, you know. Be careful I'd say like mostly I don't I wouldn't get involved because that's not my thing. I don't feel I have a commodity to sell. <laughs> so I don't have the confidence to be like, here's I'm going to package up my and seal my used underwear that I jogged in and send it off to you. kind, sir. Or the, the only fans is like, mm, yeah, I just don't have that in me. I, you, you, I, hmm, I'm both disagreeing with your lack of self-esteem, but also <laughs> agreeing that it's maybe not the best idea for you it. at this time. Yeah. But money is fucking tight. So, yeah, there's girls also gotta not, do what a girl's gotta do. Not necessarily as much money in it as people think, because oh, it's, uh, yeah. it's like it's like the prospectors not making money, but the person making the money is selling all the tools. Yeah, it's like, uh, like there's a million people on YouTube who, you know, when YouTube was super big, they were like, oh, these YouTubers were making $10 million. But like that's right. the 0.0001% of the people who are on there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Except this involves like you putting naked pictures of you on the internet. Well, and that's the other part. And therein lies the rub. Like I've definitely, it's crossed my mind because it's like, yeah, I could shake down some dumb dudes. Like maybe I could have some kind of confidence in that. But the face would not be involved because I don't. 
want anybody I know to stumble upon it. And like, also that's a little too real, but then also I have a lot of tattoos that are identifying highly identifiable tattoos. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. So it's like, Oh, this girl's into twin peaks. That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Not a ton of people with like toast and toast. Yeah, (laughs) It's quite specific. (laughs) I mean, I could get like a full body suit and then, then kind of the thing is, uh, yeah. but mm-hmm. uh, not to uh, go uh, to Jordan Morris about it, but the the mm. the tat. Mm. When I say Jordan Morris, that's just my shorthand for like being a perv about something. But the, oh, okay, uh, thank you. I was like feet. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> the tattoos might be a, a selling point, so to cover this right. up would also true be counterproductive. True. You know what I mean? Because I'm just a dirty girl, and that's what boys like. Apparently, I have no comment. No, on no, anything no, being no. Said. At this point, that's John. That's John. Outside of uh, that, no. Oh, my underwear, John. I mean, they would be. They would be both in the traditional sense of like, I guess we'd call them short Johns instead of long Johns. Um, but also like, yes, those Johns would be Johns if you were referring to them in like a a passing, non-specific kind of way. Okay, so like Sean's. Like if you were buying underwear that was expensive, you would say, oh, those Johns are expensive. Oh, but that sounds way less hot. Like you have to say panties for guys that have their interest peaked. You can't say um, my skivvies or something. Um, My underoos. Uh, would would well, encourage curiosity. Like, why is this lady talking about her skin? Is she well, in the I do like to in- like- encourage intruders. So you know what? You're right. Mm. That's the Seinfeld. Calm down. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> All right. I think I don't care to talk about the run fair. Do you? <laughs> Not uh, you. Particular. You know what? Actually, I had one point that I wanted to make about this is that Allison and Fam finally went out to do something. Went to a friend's birthday party at the run fair. Never saw the birthday girl the whole time. Mm, I I didn't even I catch did, that. This is such an Allison thing. Like first, don't go to anything. Just like never go to anything, and then. Com- Complain that you're not invited to something, but never go. Or to show up late, which she did do that too. But then you're going to something because it's your friend's birthday, but then you never even see them. Yeah, I yeah, that's that seems weird. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. No thanks, and no thank you to Rent Fair. Also, although I could get behind, like it would be, it's fun for a time. But the it's thing not is, my I thing. wouldn't want to dress up but I wouldn't want to show up not dressed up. Yes. So I couldn't. And you do get heckled when you're not dressed up, but then like, also I'm not dressing up, but then also on the other side, lots of also's dressing up in those dresses might be kind of fun. Oh, I mean, I'm sure it's uh, be a whole new people. Enjoy uh, it. Only fans. So shall we talk about JMOs? Uh, or do you have anything else from Thursday? So I, there was some spider chat. I think that was Mm. before the JMO. I was shocked. I don't know why this this had more of an effect on me than anything else. Shocked that Allison doesn't know what a black widow looks like. I it's the thought most I heard famous that right. spider. I thought is, I heard that right. And I like, like how they said it yeah. all nonchalantly. Like they have a very distinguishing feature on them. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, no shit. But also in California, it's crawling with black and brown widows. Like what? It is, by the way, uh black uh, sorry, so, bra- brown recluse, a uh, great nickname for somebody. Um, oh my gosh! I was even thinking like if it was Rafi and I recording, I would have called him AKA Brown Reckless. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but but, but but we have more brown widows, I think, than black widows. But th- first of all, now now that you know what they're, I mean, once you find out what they look like on the bottom, like yeah, okay, it's a black widow. But 
they're very distinguishable from the top now too they're very like identifiable just kind of a spider yeah it is like someone saying they know what a dog is but they don't know what like a golden retriever looks like it's like <laughs> the most famous example of that thing yes and yes it's, it's yes. weird to me that you don't know what a black widow i don't know it, uh, it was ooh, just brown recluse would be a good wrestling name there has to be existing already. I mean, there's, I think, some tarantulas. I don't know if there's a brown right How did you just say that? S uh, some tarantulas. How did you say the spider name? Tarantula? Okay, now you said it differently. <laughs> no, I, all right. I think I said okay. it the same. I uh, let the listeners uh, weigh in on that one. All right. It's like when Ruffy says, Australia, Australia. I don't even know how to say it the way he says it, but all right. The JMOs. You did not say it incorrectly. You may have said it correctly, more correct than I've ever heard, but it was just different. I had never heard it that way. Right. You want me to say how you said it? Yes. Tarantula. Oh, I mean, that's kind of... Eh, I don't hate that. Yeah, it's not terrible. I was just like, wait, did he just say that? And when you said it the second time, I'm like, oh, huh, maybe I that's how it's pronounced. I have a more formal relationship with, with the With tarantulas. words. Oh. Yeah, you're like smart and stuff. You don't say John. Well, I so, like to pronounce people's names correctly, Lisa. Well, of there them is that weird too. nicknames. But pronunciation and nicknames are two very different things. Mm. One's a term of endearment. The other one Can is just saying their name. And I say your name correctly when I say it. When you <laughs> well, say it. <laughs> that's in the eye of uh, the beholder. Mm -hmm. All right, JMOs. <laughs> however many eyes the spider. Go on. Mm, yes. Uh, okay, Allison. She does not open envelopes if she knows what is in it. Uh, Joe. He has a fart. He needs to release it. He holds his cheeks open. And Emily. Oh, this was where the new pee talk got revisited. Is she can't pee outdoors without pissing on herself. Yeah. So, obviously, that's pretty much me too. But, um... Let's go to the farting one. For me, I I never heard of this before to let out a fart so nobody hears it and you just open your cheeks. Um, but I witnessed it and I wasn't supposed to witness it, but I did. And I was like, what are you doing? And the person said, oh, I just didn't want anybody to see it. But the problem or hear it problem is. He stood right in front of my ring camera and did it. <laughs> uh, I have multiple so we are, questions here. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so... <laughs> so, sorry. This person was outside on the other side of the door when they... So we were all outside. We were sure. playing hide-and-go-seek. It was... And he was playing hide-and-go-cheeks. But it was, like, me and Johnny and Ruby and Gracie all playing hide-and-go-seek. And he was kind of playing, too, but then he was standing on the porch... And I don't know why I looked at the ring app. There was some reason that we were looking at it. Or I saw like a notification and I was like, what is he doing? So then I looked, I'm like, what were you doing? And he was so like mad or bummed that I brought it up. But I was like, well, I had no idea what you were doing. That's something I'd never thought of before. He's like, I was just trying to like do that without you guys hearing me. And I'm like, well, <laughs> in turn, I saw it. Yeah, I mean, better to maybe just walk. Uh, 10 feet away and then yeah you know but yeah. yeah sure yeah i was like well sorry but i mean yeah just uh but i they were talking about this fact that 
it could be like letting air out of a balloon and you could inadvertently make it like way worse. <laughs> uh, y- uh, yes. Uh, I don't remember the last time I did this. I definitely have done something I've similar. Never, even this. though now I've seen it before. Now I've seen it, but I'm never anywhere that I need to like. I realize maybe this is uh, sad to not. Maybe this is bad to say that it's like maybe more of a male thing, but like, or I'm not especially a gassy person, but I don't have this need to like, I need to release this pressure. It's just, I don't, I don't, there's never like an emergency situation where I like need to like off gas. All right. Little Miss Perfect never farts. I get it. Well, I never said that. I just don't have like pressure and emergency status of like, I need to get this out of me. I am very conscientious about what I'm eating too, by the way. <laughs> mm, yeah, that's also. I don't want to be a gassy lassie. So. Yeah, you. Uh, the, there's some some uh, advanced forethought that could go into uh, mitigating yeah. the situations. But yeah. There are certain times where I'm like, well, I'm not going to be going out on a date for a few days. So maybe I'll have this beef burrito. <laughs> yeah, I've never done it like in bed next to someone like Joe was <laughs> talking about doing, which is uh, that's real next level stuff. I feel like that's going to really be. It really is. That's, uh, I mean, God, <laughs> it makes me think of like the telltale heart or something like mm. some sort of horror story where someone's like creeping around in the dark, sort of moving <laughs> imperceptibly, slowly, just sort of just gradually moving towards their oh own butt gosh. so they can spread their cheeks. <laughs> and then quietly releasing yeah. it. Oh, the end. This goes to like, it's amazing that people like us are single (laughs) (laughs) when they've got this guy in bed with someone else you know happily receiving his secret quiet farts no pun intended aspirational oh it really is but is it (laughs) all right did you want to talk about any jmos or were you happy to talk about that one uh i think that was kind of it for me (laughs) like how i always twist it too like if your interest are you happy to talk about that one i love how i kind of twist that and turn it anyway all right i think that is a great place to end it on spreading our cheeks and letting out our silent but violent all right anyway if you'd like to be on this show feel free feel feel free to text me email me smoke signal i don't know not at your asshole please but anyway uh, email Biff and guess it. I don't know. I don't fucking care. Just come on the show, I guess, at some point. I'll get my shit together. I promise. I keep promising. It's six months in, and I promise to do that this year. But you know what? I'm trying. I'm trying. I am. I'm getting better. Try to work when we find you. Uh, I mean, don't worry about it. I'm on. I'm a. I'm a. Yeah. You know. Oh, you can be found the same place I can be. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm a. The important part is. I don't know what the important part is. Uh, join the, the if you're not in the Facebook group, which you are. But if you're not in the Facebook group, uh, the BF Fancast group, go ahead and join that. Um, the best yeah. fancast Facebook group. Also, the BF Fancast on the various social medias. Check that out. Um, that's that's the main thing. I agree. BFFs. Oh, actually, first of all, I mean, lastly, Trace, thank you for joining me. Ah, well, you know. I appreciate your time. And I will show that by putting episodes out that we record. I appreciate you. And uh, you know what? 
you know, just whatever, whatever yeah. thing. I'm, I'm, my brain is shutting down. Yeah. Just Lisa, get your shit together is what you should be saying. I, I was unraveling there for a minute, so it's fine. I get it. We're done. And I, and, uh, and our brains are too, mm-hmm. along with our mouths and our cheeks. BFFs, you truly are the fucking best. Thank you. And never goodbye, but see you very soon. Hopefully. <laughs> Yay. That works. <laughs>